Hey everybody, welcome back. It's been a while. Um, <laughs> I don't even really know where to start with this because as we all know, the world is absolutely crazy right now and there's so many things on that topic that people are discussing and I just, I don't want you to think that I'm not acknowledging it because trust me, I am and maybe that'll be a separate episode down the road, but Something that I really wanted to talk to you about today has to do with body image and self-confidence and being a woman in general in this generation of um, social media and, you know, all of the different pressures that go along with it. So I'm having a weird moment right now and I wanted to share it with you guys because I honestly feel that this is something we can all really relate to. I feel like men and women, we've all been there. And it's the feeling you get when you see a photo of yourself that you don't think is the most flattering or that isn't the most flattering. And it's the mental dialogue that goes on when that happens. And I'm 25 years old. I've, you know, basically experienced body image issues since I was really, really young probably since I, you know, really started to recognize that I had a body, as maybe stupid as that sounds, but when you're really, really young, you don't think about your body, you know what I mean? It's not something that you think about because you haven't been taught to see certain body shapes as good and certain body shapes as bad, and you haven't really started to develop that, you know, awareness of the different things that surround body image in our culture and in our society. So I'd probably say I was, I don't know, I want to say like seven, eight, nine, maybe closer to nine when I first started really, you know, feeling insecure in my own skin. And a lot of that had to do with the fact that my body was changing, I was getting older, I was growing into my body, and I felt super uncomfortable and just, you know, not not comfortable that's the only way I can put it like I felt uncomfortable in my own skin and I think that a lot of people can relate to that and I just want to preface this by saying that I know that of course this applies to men and women but in this specific case I do want to just kind of focus on the female aspect of it so if you're a man and you're watching this don't think that I don't recognize that men also struggle with these issues but I just really want to tailor this episode towards women specifically because that's where I have, you know, the most experience and hopefully some insight to share with you all. So anyways, that's just a little segue. Um, basically what happened today was, and this happens to me often, I don't want to admit this because it's kind of embarrassing and it, it does make me feel insecure. It shows some of my vulnerabilities, but I don't really love um, that feeling of, you know, taking all these pictures and then seeing a picture of yourself that you don't think is flattering, but now it's on somebody else's phone and they kind of have the control if they're going to post it, if they're not going to post it. Whereas, and I think we've all been there too, where you've seen a picture of yourself and you're like, I would not post that on my social media. Like I just wouldn't post that. It's very unflattering. I just don't, don't look my best to say the least. And It's really, I don't know what it is, it's anxiety provoking for me to have pictures of me that I feel that way towards on other people's phones. And maybe that sounds absolutely ridiculous to some of you, but I guarantee that a lot of you are going to relate to this because I just think that it's 
a perpetual thing for women in this day and age. And probably, not probably, it always has been, but it's different. We live in a social media world and it's almost like we're living in a social experiment to see what are the long-term repercussions of living in a world where we do overanalyze and you know, pick apart our bodies every single second of the day. Is that healthy? Is that normal? Is that, you know, is that a productive thing to do with our lives? So I saw this picture of myself and I'm just going to be completely honest. I really, really hated the photo. It was taken super up close. Um, I was wearing a really baggy sweater and from the side and I just basically like, like I didn't even look like I had any shape to my body whatsoever I just looked like I was just sitting there and so this is my point though my point is that you know my very first initial thought when I saw that photo was to start judging my body and to start being really really critical towards myself um just saying negative things about my body in general but today I kind of had this realization where it's like okay Either I could jump right to blaming this on my body, naming all the things that are wrong with it, so on and so forth, or, sorry, I'm just letting, uh, I'm driving while I'm doing this, you can go, I'm just letting uh, a vehicle go, um, or you could blame it on the fact that it's a really unflattering photo, <laughs> which, you know, that just happens sometimes, it's a bad angle, someone's sitting really close to you in a weird way like it just you can't just blame it on your body the other thing that I have noticed I never really seem to blame it on is the actual piece of clothing that I'm wearing so instead of thinking oh that piece of clothing doesn't fit me right it's unflattering oh this is an unflattering photo I immediately jump to you know criticizing myself and that's really sad um, that's really, really sad, and it's it's sad that it took me this long to realize that I do that because I think that that's a really helpful piece of information that if I would have had sooner, I don't know if I would have gone down the path that I've gone on as far as, you know, just body image stuff and eating disordered things and patterns, and I don't know, you guys, it's like you get to a point in your life where you start to realize that life is too short to constantly be criticizing your body and to constantly be criticizing yourself because how is that productive? Do you know what I mean? And I think that that's kind of an interesting way to look at it. It's like, okay, either I can choose to eat the right foods, exercise, do the things that I know are going to make me feel good, or I can quite literally waste my entire life worried that I'm going to look fat in a picture. Like, do you know what I mean? It's a very, very um, interesting conclusion to come to for me because it's something that I've honestly struggled with for such a long time. And I feel like I'm finally in a place where I genuinely am trying to just, you know, nourish my body, move my body, do things that feel good and not be afraid of food because for so long I did have such an unhealthy relationship with food and I restricted myself and then I feel like the pendulum has to swing all the way to the other side, which I feel like that's also been a thing that's affected me is like binge eating and just body dysmorphia, I feel has been an issue for me for quite a while, quite a while now. And 
I'm finally at a place where I feel like I'm open and ready to share that because I feel like I'm, I don't want to say that I'm fully healed, but I know that I'm in a way better headspace than I was, say, in 2000, I don't know, maybe 13, 14, even like 15, 16 though. I mean, it took, it took me a while, you guys. I'm not going to lie to you and say that this is something that I was able to just you know, work out overnight, because that's just not, that's not the reality of the situation, like, it takes time, and it's, it's a daily practice, you know what I mean, you have to work towards this every single day, and recognize your own patterns, recognize your own triggers, and I think that that's kind of what happened for me today, was I'm recognizing that it's, the world, life is too short, life is too short to focus on things of this magnitude and this whole experience um with all the things that are going on in the world right now has maybe maybe I mean not maybe I'm sure that that's a huge part of why I'm coming to these kinds of conclusions because I have had a lot of time to self-reflect and you know just not that I don't always self-reflect about this because I do um yeah I just don't think I quite realized how big of a part of my life this had become honestly how ridiculous that is like I just feel so sad for my past self when I think about how much of my life it consumed do you know what I mean and that's why I think I really want to share this message with you today is because I don't know you have to realize that there's more to life than your body and that's coming from somebody who has had an eating disorder in the past who has really struggled with you know, body image and recovery and just all of these different things. And it's, um, I'm not trying to tell you what your experience has looked like or has been. I'm just sharing my own personal experiences because that's all I can really do at the end of the day. Um, but I can say that I feel like I'm finally in a place now where I've gone to both ends of the pendulum pendulum, and I'm ready to find you know, that middle balance. I'm not going to tell myself, I will never eat this food. I will never do this. Never. Honestly, you guys, I don't think we should even use that word in our, like, just take it out of your vocabulary, because let's be real. As soon as you put that never in front of something, it makes you feel trapped. It instantly makes you feel like you're in this box. You have to live in this box. And if you even dare, like, take a step outside of it, you're, you're a horrible person, you're a failure, you're all of these negative things. So you just have to be really, really aware, and this is something that I've learned um, so far in my 20s as well, has just been learning which voice you want to listen to. Because as hard as it is for some people to accept, you do have an internal dialogue that is incessantly analyzing, talking, just really verbalizing for you every single thing that's going on in front of you and that's not necessary do you know what I mean you don't need to focus on that you don't need to focus on every single thing and I mean okay I also have a back a background in psychology so if I talk about certain things that you know I'm not I'm not saying I'm an expert on these topics at all but basically what I'm trying to say is that there is some degree of you know, needing that 
needing that aspect of control. And that's really what it comes down to, I think, for a lot of people. And that's, I think, where my um, history with anorexia really did stem from was, you know, feeling like that was the only thing in my life that I had any control of and thinking that if I reached a certain weight, nobody would ever be able to look at me and say, oh, that girl's fat, essentially. And I know that sounds so sad and it is sad. It's so sad that I ever thought about myself that way because now I feel like I'm in a place where I'm so appreciative of my body. I love my body. I feel so good in my body most days. But like, like you see right now, like I still have those things that trigger me. And right now I'm going through a phase where photos, <laughs> I know that sounds really professional when you say it like that, pictures and just seeing pictures of yourself, that's something that's been challenging for me lately. And I think it's because I have gained a little bit of weight since being, you know, um, struggling with food and restricting and all of that. And now that I've not necessarily that I'm bigger than I was before, but I just feel different in my body. And anybody who has recovered from an eating disorder, I think you get that. I don't think I have to explain it. And it's it's just one of those feelings that you kind of can't really explain unless you felt yourself. So for the people out there who have gone through it and who have, you know, gone through recovery or are currently going through recovery, I think it's really it's really important to acknowledge that you know it does feel like you're not as in control and just like you feel a little bit denser in your own body if that makes sense anyways I'm honestly kind of on a bit of a rant right now I'm driving your hands free don't worry <laughs> but everybody's definitely getting a little bit antsy with everything that's going on in the world and I just felt like talking so Anyway, I think it's I think it's really good for me to share these types of things with other people because I'm 25 years old. I'm not sitting here pretending like I have all the answers cuz trust me, like obviously I don't. But what I do have is, you know, some experience of what it's like to go through these types of things. And I, I think I'm finally comfortable to share it. Do you know what I mean? I think that's a really big part of the healing process for me as well, is just being able to um, finally share it with the world. It feels good to be able to talk about because that's the other thing. It There's so much shame that comes along with struggling with these types of things. And that's also something that I'm hoping to kind of break through with my with my podcast, I guess. I was, I was going to say my channel, but you get what I mean. I'm, I'm hoping that this can be a place where we can just start to be really, really raw and vulnerable with each other about the things that we feel that we can't share. And that's, I think, what it really comes down to is that there's no shame in saying that as a woman, you struggle with body image issues. Because from the time that we can, like I said, from the time that I was probably, I don't know, seven or eight years old, I can remember feeling self-conscious of my body. And it was because of things that, you know, I had picked up from people around me. And I was a chubby kid. Like I wasn't this tiny little girl. Um, and that always made me feel insecure because a lot of my friends were that way. And, you know, it's, it's something that sticks with you. I think that's the most interesting part about all of this is that it does it really really 
it sticks with you and you have to work it out eventually or it'll rule your life you know and who who has time for that that's so boring that's so that's such a waste of your beautiful life and your beautiful self and I know that it's so much easier said than done when we live in a generation where all these seemingly perfect bodies are flaunted in front of us on a daily basis, but I promise you that the majority of women feel insecure about their bodies at least every once in a while. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not saying that there aren't lots of beautiful, confident women out there because of course there are. And that's the other thing too, just because you're you're insecure once in a while does not mean that you can't be confident this isn't like an either or kind of situation you get to decide at every moment at every single second of the day you know what you choose to put your energy into and right now I felt like sharing this with you because I was having a really weird moment there seeing a picture of myself where I felt fat and I just was like ugh get that away from me and we've all been there and that's what I'm trying to trying to remind you of trying to kind of shed some light on because it's not something that I feel like is talked about very often and I think we need to be a little bit more I don't know just aware of and sensitive to don't don't try to you know put yourself in a box like that just don't do it because you're not you're worth so much more like you genuinely are so limitless you have no idea how beautiful you are exactly as you are I love that we all want to be the most healthy happy fulfilled versions of ourselves and you know that's where it turns into a health over beauty thing for me you know what I mean be healthy of course eat healthy foods exercise move your body do all of the things that make you feel amazing but don't diminish yourself into thinking that you're only doing those things because you have to look a certain way that's so boring it's so boring and you are not here to live a minuscule life like that you are not you're not that limited you are an infinite beautiful being my friend anyways that was a real rant and I think that's honestly a pretty accurate depiction of how this podcast is probably gonna go if you're into it if you just want to hang out with me and chat and talk about things that nobody else wants to talk about because I'm sick of it I just want to talk about it I don't want to feel ashamed about things that I've gone through. We're human beings. We've all gone through shit. Let's just accept it and move on. And be open. Share your story. Let other people know, you know, what you've been through and where you've been. It's There's nothing to be ashamed about. We can all choose in every single moment to be who we want to be. So with that, I'm going to leave you. But thank you so much if you made it to the end. This is Little Love Letters, and I will talk to you very, very soon. Bye, guys.